0: Welcome to Locally Grown, a podcast about business, strategy, mindset, and everything in between to get you to your biggest triumphs and get you through your biggest challenges. If you're a brick and mortar business owner who is looking to scale to six, seven, or even eight figures, then this is the show for you. Each week, you'll discover tips to take your business from struggling to profitable, all from my own real-life experiences being an entrepreneur, coach, and business consultant. This is the podcast for helping you build a business today, so you can also build a legacy for the next generation. I'm your host, Teresa Cantley. Uh-oh. Well, hello there and welcome back to the Locally Grown podcast. I hope you are enjoying the new rebrand and the new name as much as we are. Um I'm just super um I'm super proud of my team for everything that they did to get the show rebranded even though the content that we're going to be talking about is going to be the same great content, the same great strategies and um, experiences and stories and things that you can do, um, inspirational messages that we've always had on the show. So a couple of things I just wanted to give you a heads up about going along with the new rebrand that we have for Locally Grown. We also have some new things coming your way some new programs, some new opportunities. And I just wanted to give you a VIP insiders look at to, as to what we are working on in our business. So the first one is, is that we have a new uh, program coming out. It's actually a, it's something that I've wanted to do forever. It's something that um, I'm, I have always been super passionate about, you know, being involved in Main Street organizations, being involved in, uh, in uh, the Chamber of Commerce, being involved in that, also being involved in SCORE. I was in these different um, programs or in these different groups, and I, and not that I didn't like what I was seeing, or I didn't think that they gave good value, okay. because they do, but it also wasn't the help that, as a business owner, um, who had just started with my business partner that you just didn't get the kind of support and kind of help that you were looking for um, or really needed. And I also found that in some of these groups, there would be groups of people that would end up, instead of collaborating with each other to grow their businesses, they were always fighting or bickering or like picking at each other. And, it, and that wasn't very Beneficial either. And in fact, I did see that a lot of people would end up not showing up to meetings because of that reason. So, what I wanted to do is, I wanted to create something for local business owners um, to combine the experiences that I've had doing mastermind programs, which typically is something that you see a lot of online entrepreneurs doing, but doing a mastermind, so combining the mastermind experience. With the experience of working with local business owners, as if, you know, like I said, with the Chamber of Commerces and, and other um, groups that they have for local brick-and-mortar business owners. I wanted to combine the two together and then also add a little bit of my experience from corporate America into the mix. So I have this new group program that's coming out. It is going to be super, super, um, it's going to be small and it's going to be super selective. It's, it's, you're going to have to apply to be in it. Um, And it's going to be like everybody in the group is an advisory board, okay? Or a board of directors for each other's businesses. Everybody will be accountable or hold each other accountable and accountable to the group um, to make sure that every meeting they show up with their, the information that they need to bring They're working on things throughout the course of a month um, so that when we have our board meetings, that they can get super amazing feedback and they're consistently moving forward. And the nice part is, is that I'm going to have people from different industries. So I'm only going to let maximum, there's going to be maximum of eight to 10 people in the group, and there won't be more than two types like, so let's say there's two people who own restaurants, then that's it. Then we'll have two people that own retail stores and so on and so forth. So again, it is going to be, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be, like I said, I'm going to be selective with who comes into the group because again, the, the, um, you know, when you're in a mastermind, it really depends on whether the mastermind is successful or not. It really comes down to who is in the group with you. And every time I've been in a mastermind where I had really amazing people and it was on that smaller side, my business grew exponentially. I think the one year my business grew like 300%. It was like crazy. So, I wanted to again offer the same type of thing to local businesses based on my exp- my own experience being in a mastermind. Plus also you know, being in corporate America and dealing with board of directors, um, and how that whole board of directors works with the business. I mean, the direct, the board of directors, the board is responsible for helping the business or the, or the CEO or the business owner or whatever guide the business so that it grows to make the right decisions, to help them, give them feedback and give them ideas, give them suggestions, give them, you know, um, things that they need to do in order to keep the business moving in a forward direction and not going backwards, okay? So I wanted to combine, like I said, a mastermind experience with working with me one-on-one, with a board of directors experience, with, you know, like I said, chamber of commerce, Street organizations, whatever you want to call it. Bring that all together to create this super special group that will help each person in the group will help each other, along with my guidance, um, and my, you know, consulting and coaching, to help them to exponentially grow their business. So, stay tuned for it. I don't. We're we're kind of going back and forth between names and also when exactly we want to launch this. But in the meantime, if this is something that you're interested in please send a message to Teresa at TeresaCantley.com. Um, send me a message, let me know, and I will make sure that you get the VIP details as soon as we release it. The second thing that we've been working on, because a lot of people have asked me this question, um, I deal a lot with when I'm working with people, when I'm working with new businesses, when I'm working with my score, the the people who I mentor and score, I work heavily on getting three pieces together. So number one is your aligned strategy, meaning that you align your vision and your strategy together, okay? The second one is we focus on building a transformational culture. We build from the inside out. And a lot of that deals heavily in organizational development, which is structure systems and processes, as well as developing your team Okay. So training and education. And what do you want that culture to look like? What do you want it to feel like? What do you want the experience to be for your employees? We deal heavily in that because I believe, and all of these, the the third piece is the fidgetal customer experience, which brings together the beauty of a physical live experience with the beauty of digital technology. And if you look at all of these things, and and like I said, why I focus heavily, heavily, heavily on culture is because we build from the inside out. And when we focus on these three things, we focus heavily on how do we get people to feel good about what they're doing? How do we set the right expectations for our team so that they align with the vision and so that they take care of customers even better? Hey there. I know there is so much going on in the world and it's so easy to get caught up thinking you just need to get through this time and you just need to survive. There's rising costs and inflation, delays in getting products, struggles hiring and retaining good people, trying to get that edge that allows sales to rise and customer loyalty to increase figuring out how to stand out online in a sea of competition when you haven't even gotten your website completely done. But I'm here to tell you there's a better way to approach these things. There's a better way to approach this time that we're going through, a way that will lead to higher profits, more money in your pocket, and more time to do the things you love to do. And that's where I come in. I come in to help you fix what's broken, plug the holes, so you can insulate your business from any impacts that might come your way. Over the past decade, I've helped many product-based business owners to turn their business around and increase their income and their profits 20%, 30%, and even up to 80%. Yes, I said that correctly, and you heard that correctly. So what did they do? They stopped spending money on random marketing and software that doesn't work. They hired a high impact, high growth team to help them move the business forward so they didn't have to do everything themselves. They implemented processes to streamline work so they could do more with less. And they increased profitability by really and truly understanding their numbers. And most importantly, they started thinking like a CEO and not just a small business owner. And you can do this too. You really can. And I want to help you. You and me working one-to-one to to get the results you've been working towards for years. Imagine going from six figures to seven figures to eight figures, even to nine figures. It's totally, totally possible. So apply to work with me in my exclusive Business Masters one-to-one program, and let's do this. Spaces are limited. Unfortunately, there's only one me, but the results that you get are truly extraordinary. So are you going to do it. Are you in? I look forward to seeing you on our next call. How do we set the right expectations for our team so that they align with the vision and so that they Take care of customers even better. So, we focus heavily on operations. And if you don't know, I do function as a fractional COO, but I I am also a business consultant and coach. So, when I work with people, we focus heavily on that operations piece, okay, the organizational development, as well as educating your employees. And then, how do you develop them and take them to the next level, making them a self led, high growth, high impact team? So one of the things that kind of came out of this was people have asked me so many times, and it's one of the first things that I do when I work with people is we go over and I do a business audit. So we, I actually audit, like not, I mean, there's a piece of it that's financial, but it's not like your traditional, like finance audit, but there is a piece of it that is financial, but it's just auditing, like what's happening in your business and where do you need to improve? Where are those inefficiencies in your operations? Where are those things that, you know, where the gaps are, okay, where either cash is just flowing out the door or people, you can't retain people, people, you know, you're just cycling through um, staff members, team members. So to do this business audit, and I've had people ask me this for a really, really, really long time. And I've always kind of put it off and said, I'm not sure, you know, if I want to do this, like it's, you know, but again, a lot of people have asked me for it and I finally decided, all right, fine. So I'm going to have a standalone offer or a standalone opportunity for you to work with me. And I will actually give you, do a business audit for you. Um, It's a process where we have a conversation, we talk about things, you fill out you know some stuff, so I have some some context surrounding your situation. And then there's a bunch of things that I would need and you know gather from you. and then I put together a business audit, which gives you a plan as far as where your gaps are, where do you need to focus, and then starting to give you a blueprint as far as what do you need to do next. So again, that's something that is coming out very, very soon. And both of these programs, as I said, Are a result of the rebrand with Locally Grown and the work that I've done with local business owners for the past 10 years. So, two things that I, especially the group program, something I've really, really, really wanted to do, but also doing this business audit gives you, it just gives you an idea of what's working, what's not working. And from what I'm seeing when I'm looking at your whole picture of your business, and then starting to give you some steps as far as. What do you need to do to start moving forward? And that's the biggest thing that people get stuck on. Two things that people get stuck on are, number one, uh, not really knowing what to do and kind of going in circles. And then they continue to focus on those day-to-day activities in their business and can't figure out why nothing's moving forward and why they feel overwhelmed. Number two is, you know, besides not knowing what to do first, the second is once they know what to do, they have trouble implementing. So this, both of these new programs, as well as working with me in my regular one-to-one, the one thing that you will do is you will implement. You will absolutely, when we talk about plans, I will make sure that, or with this group program, the group will make sure that you are consistently implementing and you're consistently taking steps towards whatever it is that you want to work towards. Whether it's to get to eight figures, to get to seven figures, to build your team, to, uh, to launch a new product, to cut down your inventory, whatever it is, you will have a blueprint and you will, I will make sure, and you will make sure that you take steps moving towards whatever it is that you're working on. As well as one of the big things that I also teach in my re- traditional one-on-one and this new this new advisory board program and we'll talk about it in the business audit as well is how can you set expectations and goals for your team whether it's your leadership team or it's the team underneath them how can you set goals that number 1 to identify what's really important to them. And what is it that they want to achieve? Not just saying this is what we want you to achieve, but what is it that they want to achieve? Okay. So that's the first piece. And then helping them to set goals so that they feel like they're consistently moving forward. And you can hear me tapping. Um, I talk with my hands. If you don't know, I'm not Italian, but I talk with my hands. So, you know, making sure that you have something set up, a program set up so that they are constantly developing. And this is one of the things you hear about this quiet quitting. You hear all over the place about quiet quitting. And, and quite frankly, when I first heard it, I wasn't really sure what it even was. I was like, okay, what are they like quitting? And they're just being very quiet about it. And in, in reality, if you think about it, that's exactly what they're doing. So this whole philosophy of people, you know, being paid X amount and having a certain job description to do, you know, these, this role and in the past have went over and above doing things outside of their job or being expected to do things outside of their job and really putting their all in for nothing. They either don't get the increase. They don't get the raise. They don't get the, um, the promotion. They don't get the bonus, you know whatever but they're consi- they're consistently asked to do more and i get that because i was there at one time when i worked in corporate america and it was one of those environments where if you raised your hand and said i'll do that they would give you work to do they would give you additional work to do and it was great because i was one of those people and i learned a ton of things i learned a ton of things that is One of the, as bad of of an experience as it was for me because of the unethical behavior of the owners of the business, at the same time, it was the best learning experience I ever had. It It was one of the things that taught me every part of business that you could think of so that I could fully understand what you needed to do to run a business. Whether it was the operations piece, the organizational development piece, the marketing piece, the branding piece, the sales piece, finance piece, all of it, I learned because I kept raising my hand. I kept raising my hand saying, I want to do that. I'll do that. Sure, no problem. Sure, you need me to do this. Sure. I'll work 10-hour, 12-hour day. Sure. I'll come in on holiday. Sure. You can bother me all times during the night because I'll do this because I'm a really good worker and I want to learn how to do these things. But At the same time, I didn't get paid any extra. I didn't get paid any bonus. I didn't get, my bonus wasn't, I mean, it was a good bonus, but it wasn't like astronomical and it didn't cover for the things that I was doing outside of what my normal job description was. And then over the years, it was almost like it was expected. And then over the years also, my boss actually used to do things to annoy me or piss me off or get me mad because he knew that if he did that, I would push harder and I would get it done. So I get I get the employee side of quiet quitting. I get it. And I see it, I mean, COVID brought to light so many bad behaviors of business and business owners and managers and leaders and all of that stuff. They it brought so many things to light. And you know, one of the industries that I work with heavily is the restaurant industry. One of the industries that got completely exposed for all of the bad stuff that they would do. So I get, and I understand why people feel that way. But at the same time, I don't understand it because here's the thing. You always have a choice as an employee. If you are unhappy, especially right now with, you know, people, like we had the great resignation and all these people were quitting and people were having trouble hiring. Well, now people are trying to hire really good people and they're struggling to find them, right? So, if you're unhappy, you always have the choice to change your circumstance. You always have the choice instead of just sitting there and promoting a behavior of no, I'm not going to do that. Or and it's not even like putting up healthy boundaries. It's what I'm seeing out there is it's more of a of a theory or a philosophy that people have where I'm going to do the bare minimum in my job and continue to get paid what i'm work what I'm doing or paid what I'm getting paid now and what that's doing is it's taking a business culture and it's completely i mean yes, it's one thing when leaders are bad, but when employees are bad, that's how we start to breed this culture of negativity and destruction and you know just not good, not good so. You know, bad leadership combined with bad, combined with employees having like a a poor way of thinking about this is not a good combination at all. Now, I understand employees saying putting up healthy boundaries and saying no. You know, I'm sorry, I can't handle that. My plate is full. Like, I totally understand that. And if you are a good leader in an organization, to be able to recognize that and say okay, all right. Like I get it. Her plate is full and she's doing, you know, X, Y, Z, or he's doing X, Y, Z. Okay, fine. But if you say that and you're saying it because you keep getting taken advantage of, you always have the choice to leave, to find another job, to go out on your own, to to do something different. You always have that choice. I had that choice. When I was being treated poorly, in corporate America, and I was being taken advantage of, and, I, and, and things were happening, I made the choice to leave. I took that risk and I left. So on the flip side, which is the part that I want to address also, and even more, is as business owners and as leaders, we have the responsibility and the opportunity right now to build that healthy culture. A culture of engaged employees, employees that are focused on moving themselves forward. And one of the ways that we can build these goals for them, or we can get them to up-level their skills, to get them to make better decisions and be able to make leadership decisions, whether they're right or not, but get them to be to function autonomous autonomously. The way that we do that is we work with them. We don't just dictate to them what they're what they need to do, but we actually work with them to figure out what goals they want to set, what is important to them. And I started off the second part of this conversation with this topic as it relates to building that transformational culture that culture, building from the inside out. Being a good leader isn't just about telling people what to do. It's not about setting goals for people. I don't think I've ever set goals for people ever in my entire life, ever. I have always asked them, what are their goals? And if they couldn't figure them out, we figured them out together. But that's where a lot of people go wrong. And I just had a conversation with someone last week where they said, I gave a project to my team and I told them, just do it. Just do it, and while I think that's great and I think that's a really good leadership quality to just have faith and have trust and say, "Go figure this out and come back to me with what you have, I do think that it's important to talk to your team and say these are the these are the expectations this is what i'm looking for, but I want you to do to come up with you know the the process or I want you to come up with the the program or, you know, whatever, but this is what I'm looking for. And these are the things that I, that I would like to have. And this is what my vision is. And to, so that you can develop it together. So that is one of the key things that I believe makes a healthy culture mm-hmm. in our business, but it also, at the same time, this helps us when we understand what's important to our team. And they understand what's important to us as a business owner or as a leader or as a manager, you know, whatever. um, That's how the two can come together and align. And when we understand what people want, it is the most basic human need, which is the need for people to to hear you and know that what you're saying is important and know that you hear them. So understanding what people want, understanding what... They're looking for or what, and making sure that, yes, if it's something that does not align with the business, well, that's something that you're gonna to have to work through and and potentially make a decision. But if it is, if it does align, then the two of you can come together and co-create new programs, new ideas, new initiatives, whatever that is. And that is one of the most basic ways that we can combat or prevent this quiet quitting or this, this idea of, I'm only going to do what my job, what, you know, I'm going to stay in my box and I'm only going to do what my job says here. Because in my mind, I hope that with the content that I put out and the the people that I work with and the things that I teach and the, the, the thought leadership that I've built based on my own experiences, I am hoping that we can build a culture, a business culture of people who don't just punch a clock, but people who want to see a business succeed because they know that the business wants them to succeed. People who want to be as part of the vision because they know that they are part of the vision. And to shift that mindset of we're not just, this isn't just a job, but it's a career, but it's also more than that. I'm actually part of something. And whether you own a restaurant or you own a store or you own a yoga studio, or you own a factory, or whatever it is, every single person that works for you plays a role and is part of creating and developing that vision and bringing it to life. You can't do it on your own. And also, you can't ask people to do do additional things without, in some form, paying it forward to them, paying it back to them. And if you're a small business and you're like, well, I can't afford to like pay them astro astronomical amounts or I can't afford to give big bonuses, that's okay. What you can afford to do is you can afford to give them time, time with their family, time with their loved ones. So whether it's giving them additional work, additional time off, or giving them, you know, um, additional vacation days, or giving them, you know, maybe it's giving them their family a discount, or I don't know. You can be creative with it to build that culture of, because a culture, a business culture is a set of experiences, expectations, goals, rhythm. It's the rhythm in a business that collectively come together to form how we think about the business and how we show up and how we behave and what we believe about what our role is there. So the more we can Build a culture of not just time punchers and also not looking at people as just staff, but looking at them at looking at them, you could look at them as their board, their stakeholders, their board members, you know, and maybe like I said, it's a it's bridging that gap between leadership and the employees. You know, the captain on a team, he's one of the players, right? Captain doesn't necessarily mean, yes, he makes decisions and he may not have the best players. He may not have, they might not be the most talented or the best, but if the captain is the best and the captain can get everybody to do what they need to do, the team's going to win, right? And I'm not a sports fan, but, <laughs> but the captain will be able to get people to do what they need to do. And the people, those people, because they know that the captain will come back and the captain will take care of them. And the captain knows that every single person, every single player is part of the team, is part of what builds the win and what achieves the win. So if we can focus on these things, if we can focus on helping our people to up-level by understanding what's important to them and how that aligns with the business, and then also helping them to set some goals that develops them even further than what they ever thought was possible for themselves. That's how we can eliminate this, this theory and this thought of quiet quitting. And I'm not saying that every business owner out there is going to, you know, is going to follow what I'm saying or do what I'm saying. There's a lot of crappy business owners out there. But if you're listening, if you're lit, in a lot of crappy businesses with a lot of crappy practices, but if you're listening to this podcast, I know you're not one of them. I know that you care about creating an environment of success, an environment of affluence and an environment of people collectively building a vision and achieving things beyond what they thought was possible. So let's get out there and let's be captains in our business. Let's be, let's be captains. Let's, let's, understand our people as much as we want them to understand us. And let's make success happen. Let's make success a priority, success for everybody. Let's take care of our employees and make sure that, again, if, if, you, know, if you can't give big bonuses, because it's not always about money, it's about time. It's about how you make people feel. So whatever you can do to reward your employees for going that extra mile. And again, if you're an employee that's not happy, where you are, and you're being treated poorly, you always have options. You always have choices. Believe me, I made the leap out of a six figure position in corporate America and gave up a bonus, a giant bonus, because I was being treated poorly and uneth- there was unethical things happening. And I made the choice and took the cut, took the huge pay cut, and went into entrepreneurship. And I've never, ever, looked back. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next week, let's all take care of each other just a little bit more than we do already. And stay tuned for those two new offers. And again, if you're interested in getting more information, VIP Insiders Look at the advisory board program, um, or even working with me one-on-one in my coaching and consulting program, please send a message to Teresa at TeresaCantley.com and we'll get you more information and also an application to apply for a spot. But until then, have a great rest of your week and I will see you soon. Hey there, it's Teresa and I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad that you join me every week to listen to this podcast. This podcast has been a dream of mine and when we hit episode 100, I was super, super, super excited and I know now we are on our way to episode 200 if you like what you hear and i know you do because you're here i would love 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 if you could head on over and leave us a review either on itunes on google play on stitcher on whatever it is that you're listening to um listening to this podcast i would absolutely love it when we get reviews when we get you know five stars it and it enables us to show up higher in the different categories so that more people can find us and we can make a difference in more small business owners lives. So I would love, love, love if you could go on and leave me a review and also tell me what you love, tell me what you what you wanna hear more of and how I can help you because that's what I'm here for. I am here to give you real life experiences, real life coaching, real life stories from my work, my experience helping small business owners to build their business, but also helping to, or me actually building and growing several of my own businesses. So if you love what you hear, please go over and leave a review. It would be absolutely amazing. It would mean so much to me, but until next week, take care and I will see you soon.